Vibe Show 97.9 back in full effect. Hope everybody is having um, an amazing weekend. Well, we at the end of the weekend, but hey, I hope everybody enjoyed the weekend. I'm back with a special guest and we've all been waiting on this one right here. Listen, I'm telling you, stay tuned in. We got a special show coming up for y'all tonight it's the vibe show Vibe Show of 90s, Kano to Don, the Vibe King, back with another amazing episode. And tonight, joining us on the show is a multi-talented. This queen is so, so amazing. I'm telling you, recording artist, performer, brand ambassador, very lovely, the one and only, Samora. Let's get her in the building. What's up, Queen? Hi. I'm doing great. I'm doing great. How are you doing? I'm super right now. Like, I have been waiting on this interview. I'm so, so excited. For me and the team, I want to thank you for this amazing opportunity. Thank you as well. I'm, I'm, I'm humbled and thankful for being here. So, <laughs> Absolutely. Now, listen, I, I got to tell you. You know, the, the great thing about social media, man, it, it allows us um, an opportunity to be able to connect with so many different people all over the world. And I, I just I love it because I got connected to your brand actually through somebody that we um, were following together. And um, that's how we kind of got connected, which, 
you know, I asked them about you and I was like, it was like, yo, you need to go and check her out. Like she has a lot going on. She's a ultimate talent. I went, checked it out, went over there and I was just blown away. I think I was on your page for forever, just going through stuff. Then um, went research, checked out the music and I was just like, yo, she is just like absolutely amazing. I want her on my show. I don't care what y'all got to do. I want her on my show. And um, look at this now. We we made it happen. And I'm just grateful for that. <laughs> yes, yes. Power of manifestation. <laughs> definitely, definitely. Now, um, I want to I want to start at the beginning because I want to give my listeners an opportunity to um, get your story. So I would like to go back to the beginning and find out where it all began with you, um, with music. Was it always music or was it something else before music? What inspired you to want to travel down that path on music? Yes. Um, good questions. Um, it was always music. Um I remember before I even started going to school, because when I was going to school, I was four years old. Mm. So I think right before four years, I won my first prize. Oh, what? <laughs> I won my first prize because these were the parents and it, it, it was uh, election day. Right. And um, my family was happy that... Um, the president uh, was chosen the one they voted for. And there was a small competition and um, I entered it and I basically then won. So wow. as a young age, it already started. Yes, yes. And, and, that, and but going into like, because we have these visions young. Mm -hmm. And yeah. we, we 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 fall in love with the lights. We fall in love with everything, the sounds and all of that. But like to want to do it on a professional level, to me, I feel that that's a different type of hunger. That's a different type of skill set and talent. Um, at, at what point did you did you realize that, you know what? Hey, I have something here. You won the competition. Okay. At a very young age, which is amazing, but to wanting to take it and make a career out of it. Talk to me about that mental aspect of it. Well, um, the singing part comes definitely from um, my mother's side the most and my father's side as well. Mm -hmm. But when I'll say, when it comes to the vocals and hitting them notes, oh, yeah. definitely from my mother's side. And I would see my mother's sister and um, her youngest brother and even my mother, they, they would sing constantly in church and it sounded too good right. to just be only there. So I would sit there just going to church, waiting for that moment. <laughs> like, oh, they go and sing. And when they were singing i would look so up to them and, and when they were done i would be like wow god this is amazing what you can do and it almost felt like they didn't do nothing with the talent they're like they would just sing but this is it this is mm -hmm. it i have to go work for someone else's dream my boss right yeah i know 
silence, but I won't do nothing with it. And it struck me very young. So I think when people start asking me, what do you want to become? I didn't know that the, the word was back then a singer, but I would say superstar. So I'd say, right. I'm going to become a superstar. I'll be on stage and I'll be singing. And of course, then it was also the the movies my mom would always let me watch. So I think I saw the Tina Turner, even though it was not a kid's movie, I saw it at a young age. And um, and many other things, the Selena movie I also saw. So just all of this was really uh, really inspiring me to go and do it professional. But most people always ask me, why did it took you so long as well? Because, you know, I, I grew up in a religious family. So um, for my mom, it was either singing in church, singing in church and nothing else. Um, so it, it took a while for the family to kind of be like, okay, let her go. Yeah. She wants to do this. So, but by the, by the time I was five, I just knew this was it. I once had a time between eight and nine where I thought maybe I'll become a teacher. Mm -hmm. That feeling was there for, yeah, not very long. And then that other, the, the music just took over again. So, and it, it, it never stopped. So I felt really unhappy doing other stuff. The moment I started to do music, I, I just the, the liberation from inside, the feeling it gives me. And it was like, this is how I want to feel for the rest of my life. And uh, so that's why I know that this is what I want to do. Yeah. Man, that, you know, I definitely can attest to to that feeling and so many people have that feeling and um you know going into that lane we know that um music and I know that when you started on your journey and really really taking it seriously um you also find out that it's a lot of hard work as well you know it's, it's not the final product of everything that we see of the people that we admire who are in the business but when we start on that journey on our own we actually see like yo it's really a lot of hard work so i definitely um i definitely admire the passion and i notice that um from everything that everything that you do from um your photo shoots um everything that you do it, it it seems it comes from a, a place of passion and you can just tell um you take the most amazing photos ever like i love all it i had i had when they sent me the photos i had a problem with just trying to decide which image that i wanted them to actually create with because you know because when creating promotional content you know you want to try to capture the essence of what would complement the artist or the guest and um, I hope that we've done a good job uh, because I really wanted you to be happy with what uh, the team created. So, and I was super excited because I love the color schemes of the pictures and what we were able to put together. So I was I was just glad that you were happy too because I was like, I yes. hope she like it. I hope she like it. Look really good. It looks so luxurious. I love it. it. Looks so professional. I said, oh, this looks like a good 
fly or like it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now, um, deciding, um, you know, mom, them, you know, were definitely an intricate part in in your musical journey on your path. Um, but finding Samora's path as far as musically, talk to me about um, that because, you know, that's also um, a thing too with deciding um, when you get into the business, deciding your sound and how you want to sound, how you want to look. Talk to me about that. Yeah, most difficult thing to do, deciding, you know, kind of, creating your niche, creating your sign, creating that what, you know, um, that what sells you, that what people haven't heard yet um, was was hard for me. I've, I'm a 90s girl, so I started with, um, I love everything with pop and everything in the 90s. So I first started with pop music, uh, even though, I listen to lots of reggae and I love reggae, but I first started with pop music and it just felt for me typical, like, you know, busy, it, it felt typical. So together with the producer, um, he decided to surprise me and to come with something that is more close to my roots. So he says, you're from Suriname. You love lots of reggae music, but you love pop. You love funk. He says, you don't even have a favorite artist, Samara, because you get bored fast. He said, so let's try to make this type of music for you. So he then went into the studio and decided to go mingle uh, reggae with all these genres I love so much. And then the first song, Mama Said, came. And to my surprise, it was the response and the love that I was receiving. It was almost like the people were like, now you found your voice. Mm -hmm. You just don't know it yet, but this is it. And this is how it felt. So from there on, I said, okay, let's keep vibing on this style. And I have to tell you, in the beginning, it was difficult for lots of radio stations and, and, and other media platforms to really place me. Because mm -hmm. often when an artist is rising or when you hear, hear an artist singing, you want to put them in a the box. So you want to say, this is an R&B singer, this is a pop singer, this is this, this is yeah. that. Oh, with me, there started to, there was this kind of arguments in the interviews I would have, like, you're not a reggae artist to us but you're also not a pop artist. And for us, you're also not a dancer. So yeah. like, you belong nowhere, which um, then created this thing. Like we cannot avoid her, but we can also not label her. So we mm -hmm. might as well accept her. And um, I'm happy it went this way because I love so many genres that you'll hear me make a traditional reggae song, but the next day it's an Afro beat or, you know, I love to mingle and experiment with these sounds. And um, yeah, it took a while. It, I think 2000, from 2014 to 2017 people, 2017, the acceptance, I started feeling the acceptance like, oh, She's doing this. Mm -hmm. yeah. I think, I, I, you know, I think that that it's, it's super, super dope, though, that you 
went that way with it because to me your music has a universal sound and that's the thing that drew me in because when i heard your music i didn't automatically just categorize it i was just like yo this music sounds amazing and i think that when you fall into that lane of just making good music and it doesn't matter it's not genreized or or put into a box or anything like that it's just good music and i think that that worked so much better um with you because it allows you the range to be able to create whatever you want however the music makes you feel and i think that you 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 do an amazing job with that so definitely i would like for you to shout out um your producer as well what, what's his name let's let's show him some love yes oh there were a few there were a few but let's start with uh the person that created the foundation mr dutch flower big shout out to dutch flower in the netherlands he had lots of patience with me <laughs> i i'm a gemini so i often know what the direction is while well, the road is there but i want to go that way so i want to thank him for directing me in these specific sounds that created this um product that we have now and i then want to thank um also res judema uh this is the one that i'm recording 90 of my album with but also the one that is really behind all this branding and the idea mm. because I managed myself until 2018. It was a one-woman show. Really? Thing. Yes, because I was like, if a manager is not working 24 hours for me, I, I need to struggle myself and feel how it feels. So when the manager comes on my path, I can tell, I can tell him like, this is not how it works or you should work harder. Because most people claim to be a manager. They come, they take a percentage of something and they do nothing. Mm -hmm. So it took a while for me then. And he came as a second, let's say as my right hand and really helped me at those areas where where, where my blank spots are, let me say it like that. Right, right. And then last but not least, Kiro uh, music. Uh, Kiro is my producer. <laughs> I love Kiro right. a lot. I love him. I love the vibes. You know, what I like about him is that working with him, I don't have to think. We have such a connection that we can make a song in eight hours if we're like we have booked the studio for eight hours the song is done mixed and by the end of the day also mastered that's how fast we can work so i want to thank these three people um oh yeah and the person that opened all the doors for me mike you know don't want to forget mike it was mike who introduced me to the first person that could help me. So I also want to thank these four people, very important people in my life. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Shout out to all of those amazing people for playing um, important roles in the product of what we see right now with the Samora brand. Um, definitely big shouts out to every last one of those individuals. That's very, very important. And I'm glad that you, um, you spoke on that because I think that it's important that artists understand the importance of um, 
not skipping steps and going down those paths that you need to go down because there's no easy way to success. I know that they say that it is. And sometimes skipping the process of going through the pain and going through the learning experiences or whatever. Um, sometimes when you skip that, you don't really understand everything. So that's another good thing. Taking that path. Talk to me about that, though, because the more that you um, travel on your music journey, it's a lot of things to learn. You understand and learn that this business could be bad as well. There's a lot of snakes in this business. Talk to me about um, the mental growth of from the experiences that you you went through on your path from the beginning up until now, from things that you learned like, oh, wow, I didn't know it was like that. Man, nah, this was bad or whatever. Can you share some of that with us? Yes, yes, I'll, I'll, I'll share. Um... I'll share a story when I was 16 years old, um, which was the first time I really got into this producer world, recording and everything. And um, there was this big company coming to the school I was at and they were searching for kids to sing. So the head of the school was, you need some more. So they gave the mic and I sang and they were like, oh, we need to work with this girl. And um, when I was in the studio, I asked, how does this work? How much should I pay? How right. much, you know, da, da, da. And there was no payment. It was, it, it, I know you need to give something for something, but it was weird for me. And at the same time, you're 16 years, you know, you receive everything for your parents, from your parents. Right. I was like, okay, it's a governmental thing. It it work, it will work fine. By the times my song were my songs were done, the producer was kind of like, "Yes, you need to kind of pay for this, not in a financial way, but there are other ways." Really. And yes, so that was my first confrontation with like, "Oh, I have to look at the room for these songs." <sighs> okay, and then. You know, I had to go home and uh, deal with the feeling mm -hmm. that I was feeling at that moment. And um, I know for myself that um, I've learned at that moment, if it doesn't feel right for me, I should not do it. And it felt at the same time like, wow, I'm throwing everything away. I just have that. I have a hope. You know, it, it puts you in a position where, Oh, this is my dream, but this is what I have to do for it. Mm. This is that was a moment, and at that moment, I said, "Skip it." Then I don't want the songs. <laughs> We're yeah. not gonna do this, and not everyone has the courage to do that. Is because I know for myself, um, I'm I'm very. I'll speak out if I don't like something, but some people are very introverted and they'll keep it to themselves and they don't know how to deal with it. And they'll say yes, because the dream weights more than your worth at that moment. You don't care what your worth is because you think the dream is going to bring the worth. Right. You know? mm -hmm. and so that was my first altercation um, in this industry. Luckily it was at 16 and I've learned like, okay, I have to say no. Um, to these types of behavior. So it took me longer 
to reach the places I wanted to be because I tell you, I could have been there way easier right. with the things people offered, but it it made me stronger. Um, it made me write better lyrics, really better songs because, you know, sometimes you'll hear in my lyrics about uplifting, motivating, yes. Yes. and stuff, but if these are things that really happened to me and at that moment I'm writing a song about it that is lifting me up to get out of it. Mm-hmm. So um, besides that, you know, you'll you'll have promises people will make. Lots of people will say, oh, I'm going to help you. Everyone is going to help you, but no one is. Mm-hmm. And everyone is going to invite you to the radio networks they have and the TV networks they have. And they all talk. And you'll just learn at one point it takes you to do it. And it also prepares you for a world where the People are deciding, this is now good. Oh, we love this. Oh, she's homophobic. We don't like it. Or, oh, she's the, she, every, you, you really go like this, you know, under everything, under yeah. the microscope. So it prepares your way of thinking. Um, sometimes I would have been like, oh, if I would have been big, bigger two or three years ago, I would not have made it with the way I was thinking, with the things I was posting. You have to learn to put your ego aside, especially from people, their opinions and stuff. Back then, I was like, oh, you don't like it? Well, let me explain to you. (laughs) And really had to learn, like, you know your own worth. And also, most important thing, focusing on that small group that supports you. Mm-hmm. So the moment you just shut down everything and everyone that's not there for you and you focus on this small group, brings so much happiness that the group only grows and grows and grows and you start expanding. So after all this negativity, I started focusing on the positiveness, on the things I have. And um, that is what this industry basically did i think that the last year i was writing us the first song that i released last year was bruises Mm -hmm. and bruises was based on um the pain because one of the lyrics as i say one of the sentences i say all the pain did not only make me stronger it took me away from my innocence it rocked that part away that naive part child part you know mm-hmm. so uh, so yeah you grow with the pain you grow wiser and you learn how to stand closer to yourself and so for the people that are listening right now and are doing music just know that you know what's working for you and you know what's not working for you and know your self-worth and know when to say no this is not that path that will bring me there there are many others but this is not going to be the way. So learn to say no. And it might take you a, le- a year lo- longer, but it will be a year less pain and a year less misery because you are now taking conscious steps, mm-hmm. you know, and you're being aware of the things you're doing because your inner state 
is so important in order to keep delivering your art. Absolutely. I so love that. Um, we're bad. We're here with the lovely Samara. We got to pay some bills. You guys make sure that y'all stay locked in and we'll be back with more Samara. Vibe Show 97.9. We are back with the lovely Samora. Listen, now, um, I, I just think that that was so important that, that we touched on that because I always try to educate the up and coming artists and people that's even thinking about getting in this business. So that was very, very important that you touched on that. So thank you for that. Um, now, a lot has been going on too because it's been um difficult over the past year and a half and now look at it again now it's looked like we're going into it all over again with covid talk to me about um how covid has impacted the brand and some of the things that you have done um to sustain and keep the brand going yes uh covid has been the best year for this brand <laughs> <laughs> COVID has been the best year for this brand because um, I find that they had the people, their attention. They're at home, nothing to do, constantly on Instagram, scrolling, scrolling, and um, the growth um, starting from the pandemic until now, extremely, is really extreme, the biggest growth I've experienced so far. So um, when the corona started, of course, I was the same. I, I was a bit in panic as well. And I felt a little bit low for, you know, a week. But then I noticed something. And all the people that are making music are feeling low. Mm -hmm. No one is posting. Everyone is feeling down. Ooh, this is my moment to shine. So mm -hmm. while you're all taking it back and relaxing, I'm going to work the hardest I can. So I promise myself I'm going to work twice as hard. If everything is locked down, means I can call any hotel I want to go to for a video clip. I can call any swimming pool. And it won't cost us half of her budget. Like, everything is closed. So I start looking at the advantage uh, there was. And I said, like, um, it's a time where everyone is, it is heavy, it feels heavy this time. Right. So instead of focusing on this heavy feeling, let's search for the positiveness and how to get the best out of this. So uh, making a plan together uh, with my uh, right hand, Res, we went together and we were like, okay, this, are, this is how many releases we're gonna do. This is how it's gonna be, these are the shows. We're gonna brand with them and that so we had extra time to work and it I, i'm thankful i'm just thankful um the live shows people suffered a lot and i also suffered but the i had 
10, I think, 10 or 11. So thankful. Felt so good. It was not a lot, but it was really nice. And um, so the COVID worked really good for me. Yeah. How did it impact you on a personal level, though, with um, seeing so many people dying, um, being the type of writer that you are? I feel that you are a um, a writer who writes from within. Um, you're not a surface writer. You write from within. You write from experiences. You write from things that you may see um, happening around you. You're that type of writer. Um, talk to me, though, about the impact mentally, though, just seeing this virus take out so many lives? Well, it have, let's say I'm still healing and not specifically on those people that passed away that are not in my family. But from June to now, we had six people in my family that passed away. No, I'm sorry so here. Every month, every month, every month, every month, literally from July all the way until December, there were funerals. Um, so what it did, the, the, the impact it had on me is really being thankful for the present moment. This is something that's been happening a lot since this happened. So much focus on the future future that you don't see what you sometimes already have mm. and that is what it really did like wow i have my family i have my friend i have this moment i cannot talk to you and say till tomorrow but i might not wake up right i really might not wake up so how important is today for me and that is what it really did these people passing it just all of it made me wonder like my life can be over in this, like this. And do I want my life to be over and be like, oh, I, I haven't experienced this and that and uh, 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 or should I be thankful for how far I came and how, how good I did it? So that's something. It's almost every day I look around me and I've, I've made a game. By the way, a little game, I play a mental game, is be thankful for one thing every day mm. and make sure it can be any, anything. And sometimes I'm, I'm grateful for the taxi driver that made me feel so great and so stupid. But by the end of the day, I'll be like, wow, I'm grateful for that. And I'm, I'm grateful for this. And I'm focusing on what's here. So it kind of... Um, consciously more awareness i started consciously thinking different about life let me say it like that and don't take it for granted and really this is the moment and not tomorrow i have lots of plans but i really have to be thankful for now and what happened in the 24 hours that i can still be thankful for so this is something i'm doing now a year and it's new and it, it works good. It works good. I might be sitting and be like, I'm so thankful for this interview. It, you know, it's, it's, it's right. really the small things. Yeah, right, yeah. Right, absolutely. Um, yeah. As, as, as a writer, what, what's, a, what's a studio session or a writing session like with Samora? Like, 
you know, are, are you one of those type of artists that, you know, has to have the mood right in the studio, the candles, the sage, different things burning or like what gets you into your vibe as far as from a creative space? Yeah. I can I can write anywhere at any place, even on the toilet. Oh, right. <laughs> anyway, the most punchlines comes when I'm on the toilet. I'll be yeah. like, oh, no. <laughs> so, right. so uh, the for me it is the instrumental, it is the beat, it is the chord pattern, and it is the feeling the song gives me. So um the things that I experience or the things that I see, I call them little boxes. Uh-huh. Yes. And the music has a frequency that goes to a certain box. It matches that box and it opens it up. And the lyrics is just right there. I, once I hear the instrumental and it connects with the feeling, I know what the song's going to be about and it just comes out. So uh, sometimes it goes really fast for example the song that i the song jainami life was done in 20 minutes i was hearing the rhythm and i said to the guy he was literally on my kitchen yeah i said give me 10 minutes i need to go in my room so i went into my room because the lyrics wouldn't stop and i said i said take the mic let's record and he was like this is so fast so i said yeah it's just it yeah, I'm just fully captured in that moment and in that energy, and then it just comes out. So it's the yes, the definitely the music and the sound. So whether it's minor or major, whether you're playing it in G or in S, just any sound, it plays a role on how to write and the location and how it looks like. No. Doesn't really matter. The studio can look super fancy, but it can really be just a living room space or just an attic. Just it it really doesn't matter for me. The music speaks, the instrumental. Yeah, yeah. Right. Um when it comes down to um your fashion sense, because I'm telling you, if anybody if if you haven't visited Samora's page, please go and visit her page because I'm telling you. Every picture, um, to me, creates something different. It, it, it shows a different look. Um, and it seems like you really, you know, pour into that aspect of it as well. Because branding, your look, all of those things play an important part in the overall brand. Um, talk to me about that space. Do you have somebody that's styling you or you're styling yourself or how does that work when it comes to actually um, picking out the particular look that you want to present at that moment? Yes. Very good question. <laughs> well, I won't tell you honestly. <laughs> My styling and makeup level is at zero. (laughs) 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 If it personally has to come for me, you'll be super surprised, but it is my sister. Oh, wow. Um, Sister is really, most people that see her, they'll be like, wow. She looks like a queen. Like she, the way she puts her makeup, her hair, you know, even, even her hands. When I look at my sister's hands, I'll be like, 
your skin is so clean. What, what are you even using? Everything just glows. Right. And uh, she just loves it. So at one point, I think 2016, she said to me, she said, you know how you look sometimes, Samora? I said, how? You look like a person that doesn't have a mother and a father. Oh, wow. Like, yeah, this, she says, that's how you dress. And she says, you should do something. It's it's not good. Let me try. And I didn't trust in her because I thought, you know, she's only good with herself and not with me. But then she started styling me, started teaching me, like, okay, this is how you put the makeup. This is how you do your lashes. This is it. Do your hair like this. Now you cannot dress up like this no more. And she invested a lot in me. I won't lie. I mean, like my sister would be buying so many clothes and she won't ask me a cent just in order for me to look good and appear nice. So uh, my sister, even my how to wash my hair and to find my curl patterns. Like I always believed my hair was just Afro. And when my sister said, wash it, put a leave-in conditioner blow-dried, I was like, oh my God, I got curls. I didn't even know it. Right. So just, just all of these things she's been doing. Uh, so well, she's shout out to your sister. Shout your sister out right now because she plays a major part in what we see. <laughs> so we got to give her some love. Shout her out. Yeah, shout out to Cher, my sister Cher. If you guys want, you guys can look at her. Her channel is called Into Weeks because she loves hear things so you guys can go ahead and look at it and she's just amazing and a beautiful looking uh, woman yeah absolutely talk to me about um you know because you come from a religious background yeah and you know how the industry is the industry um portrays women in a certain light um we all know that sex sales um we know that um talk to me about some of the adjustments that you may have made um, that may have not been pleasing to, you know, the family or whatever. Um, talk to me about what that experience was as far as how, you know, them seeing you in such a sexual light at times. Yes. Well, we have to, we have to go back then to, I was, we have to go way back. So I had, developed a style as a kid i think very young already i just love the hot pants and the mini skirts and the bras and every chance every time i would have a chance to wear them i would wear it because i don't know there was just something about the less the nicer but i had this when i was really young i don't know where it i can never tell you how this feeling came in my system but if i would dress if i would put on stuff i would be because of my hips and stuff i'd be like ah it's too big i look too fat the skirt should be tight the blouse should be tight right so um my mom was preventing me from wearing these things and uh, she would find a middle way you can have three short skirts and 10 long pants but not everything <laughs> right and um so then at one point because i was dressing up nice and being like oh i don't want to let the family down and this and that 
But then there was a moment of clarity what happened. I was sitting one day, you know, looking at the full moon. And then the question popped in my head. What if you do everything your family wants you to do, and one day they're all deaf and they're not there anymore? Mm-hmm. What did you live your life for? Mm-hmm. Then your life will start. And that was the moment I thought, wow, I cannot keep doing things in between the line until everyone has passed away and then I'll be 60 and I'll be like, now it's time for me to go because no one is watching me. No, I start to realize it is my life. It is my life. And um, of course, I love my family for saying, hello, don't go too far. That's why I got you guys, you know. But at the same time, there should be a middle way. There should be a way like, oh, Samora has always been like this. We cannot change her. It is her. And that's also what made the family say, let her do her thing because it's not the music that created uh, me dressing up the way I'm dressing up. It's a struggle they had for the, forever. <laughs> so yeah. now they're like, she's still like this, man. Just let it go. Right. And of course, growing olderly, you know, I, I would say, I always say it also to the people I work with. I think the body of a woman is it's art. I call it art. I think it's so beautiful. And um, why I love to just be free in this body is because uh, I had to love, I had to learn how to love it. You know, mm. I, I had to learn how to love it. And I, I looked in the mirror and first I was like, I want my eyes like this. And I wanted the usher nose like this. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted breast implant, everything. Uh, and it took me to fall in love with me. It's, you know, um, I believe that the moment you know how to love yourself, right? right. You know also what love is. Because if people say, oh, I'm in love with this guy. How can you be in love with this guy? You don't don't even love yourself. You don't know what love is. You think you know what love is. You're living a version of love, but love starts with self-love, loving yourself. So I started loving everything. My arms, hanging, I don't care. I love everything. And from there, the confidence, people say, the way you post with your body and the way you look in there, you're so confidence and i say this is just self-love what you see there it's just self-love like i love it it's there and this 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 bag of meat i have to live with have to carry this on this planet earth so i'm i had matter matter i just have to love it just have to love it so yeah and that's also what creates my freedom in the way i dress and my clothing i just love the way i look so I'll gain kilos, I'll lose kilos, but the self-love is still there. I love that. I, I just love the way that you you think. Um, just your whole mentality towards um, the way that you move in life. I just think that that's, that's so, so important to be conscious and be aware, especially in today's time. Um, with social media, social media can be... Um, can be bad too. They got some. They got some bad people on social media. Um, talk to me about your social media experience because we do know that social media um, can also be 
um, it could be an addictive drug as well. But, you know, in the in the business that we're in, um, it could also be an amazing thing to to reach so many different people all over the world, especially with your music and your, you know, your advertisement and, and being a brand ambassador and, and all of these amazing things. Um, talk to me about your social media um, experience. Well, social media, most people I'm talking, most people that have problems would always ask me like, how are you doing your social media? Because I can't handle it. They need a social media detox, they call it nowadays. And um, I had a moment before I get into, I got into this overwhelmed, uh, before I had, let me say it, before the overwhelming vibe around social media really came to came on my path uh i made early on a decision like my social media is not 90 percent my personal life right. and 100 percent my music life no it's one percent my personal life and 99 percent the music and the brand so um you don't see who I have a relationship with, how long I've been in a relationship, if I am married, if I'm not married. Like, people will be like, I don't know nothing about your private life. That's because I don't talk about my private life on social right. media. I use it as a uh, as a promotional platform. Back then, we used to pay promoters so much money. Oh, man. Man, and they would do exactly this. Now I have the power to do it. So I really um, think about the things I throw, um, I post. Um, if I'm going to post something personal, um, then it really means a lot to me. And I really want to share this with the rest of the people, hoping they're having a similar experience. But no, it's really strictly. Uh, my brand and the music and this way I am dealing with people that are interested in that the moment I feel I go personal hey it's my mom's birthday is the I'll have auntie uncle fans like I, I, it, it becomes a forest I can't yes. No more. So now I have an overview, like on social media, I have my fans, I have the people I work with and the industry on my WhatsApp. I have my family members and stuff. So I now have a category in which I can um, maneuver. And I also think as an artist, any artist that is busy, once you've reached a certain level, you cannot do your social media alone. You will get crazy because I get sometimes 100 DMs. I don't have time. I need someone to assist me. At the same time as a company, you have to answer within the 24 hours or yeah. 48 hours at least. You cannot let people wait two, three weeks. So, um, yes, at one point you see like, hey, okay, I'm doing the posting um every friday is this busy we need an extra person to also help on the content so i have a uh, yes lose my right hand extra helping sometimes especially when i have the shows uh, i don't have time to post uh, i'm busy 24 hours and 
then they can take over. I do make sure I prepare the work. I work in front. So um, just had a photo shoot and I've sent all the photos to the team. So if I will be busy, they know what's next and they know that the work has to go on and continue. So like this, so uh, yeah, just try to find a balance and try to share less of your personal life and really more of that what you want to share with the world. That's your music. You want to share the art and not the fight that you had with your mother three hours. <laughs> right, you know? right, right, right. So yeah, people talk to talk, talk to social media so much. It's just, it's it, it gets bad, you know. Yeah. And and I'm glad that that you um you touched on that as well. You just dropped amazing single, please be mine, which is now my and my favorite. Uh, my favorite playlist now and we are it's doing very well on the station since we put it in rotation it's been being requested quite some time quite a lot and it's it's an amazing amazing single um talk to me talk to me about the creation of please be mine i, I feel like listening to it um i feel like it's a love story um it just talked to my soul and I've, I've been listening to it and listening to it and listening to it. Um, talk to me about um, the, 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 the vision for that particular single. Okay. I'm going to tell you how it went. I was in Switzerland. You have to hear the beginning of it, <laughs> of the whole vibe, the energy. I, I work most of the time based on what I feel. And sometimes the, small thoughts that are coming just one second, you know, in, in the flits of a second, let me say it like that. So I was doing um, a power nap. And when I woke up, um, the first thing my brain said is like, you need to make a song with Turbulence and today is the day to find him. <laughs> just right. like this. And two hours later, I had him on the phone. I said, okay, let's do this. I followed that feeling. I let that feeling guide me to that, what I felt. And uh, I felt I had to talk to this particular person. Hey, I'm searching turbulence. And, da, 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 da. and the person called me and said, hey, uh, this is his phone number. He's waiting for you to call him. And uh, yeah, it, it was fixed. So I called him. Uh, first of all, super turbulence fan so i was like hey i'm a fan but i don't know if you will like my voice and i do not know if you will like my music but it's a dream to work together with you here is my stuff and he checked it out and he came back and he said we're definitely gonna do this we're gonna work together and um i had an instrumental from my producer uh, kiro and i said I was feeling it. I wanted to write something, but at the same time, I wanted not to block the creative process from yeah. turning. I hate when people do that. When you, yeah, when you decide the title, the other person is now forced to go. Mm -hmm. So I said, no, we're going to do it differently. Send it to him and just do what you feel, you know, based mm -hmm. on the feeling. And he then felt like she has lots of soul, she has lots of R&B. How can I now find a way to bring this back into my focus? Mm -hmm. And with this thought, this 
beautiful, soulful reggae song came. And he sent me it and I was like, oh, this is so beautiful. Let's go and do it. So um, the title and everything was just visions and feelings. And everything's just based on what you feel, not thinking, no planning, just feeling and doing it. And that's how Please Rewind came And it came me. out. It came out amazing. I'm talking about it. It's I feel like it's that needed music. You know what I mean? Like it, we need that right now. Um, everybody's so turned up right now. And and um, I think that we're kind of straying away from that that love that the, those organic vibrations and feelings or whatever. I think that that's still important within music. I, you know, it's cool to have the turn up music and all that stuff or whatever, but I think that we should, we shouldn't get so far away from having balanced music. That's also being appreciated and on the forefront as well. So thank you. And big shout out to turbulence for um, definitely uh, making that connection and you guys being able to put that amazing piece, which is available now on all platforms. Um, the song is out right now so you guys make sure y'all go and run that up we got the album um that's going to be coming may or is it june-ish um this year can we 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 expect it due due to corona cor cor corona's making it hard on me because <laughs> i'm like okay if i'm gonna do may are the restrictions still very tight due to the fact that May is still a bit cold. People that nose are running still. And, you know, and since the pandemic started every summer, so really around June, all the restrictions and everything stops and there is freedom again. So that's why I'm like, okay, do I want to do May and block the people that feel that they want to come, but they cannot do to all the rules? Or do I want to do it in June where there is no discrimination and you're vaccinated and you're not vaccinated and, you know, whether mm -hmm. it's just, okay, it's easier now and we can do like this now a bit. So let's have room for everyone. So based on this, um, Based on this, I don't know which one of these months to choose. Um, but, you know, like I told you, I work based on my feelings and my visions. And I'll just wake up. Well, I will wake up one of these days and it will be like, this is the day. <laughs> right, right, right. So, <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Well, we're super excited on it. And um, I'm hoping that um, we're building. We, we've planted a seed here. And... Um, hoping that the vibe show can be put on your media list whenever you are getting to, getting ready to release the project you can come back on and we could talk about the overall project we can we can talk about it's out now um and the overall feeling that that brings when you actually release the beautiful project to yeah. us and bless us with the project so um we're gonna go pay some bills real quick when we come back with more samara Y'all stay tuned. 
Vibe Show 97.9, back with the very lovely Samora. That was the Mosquito brand. Um, very, very amazing merchandise. Make sure y'all go and log on to www.mosquito.com and order you some merch. Now, Samora, we got the project that's going to be coming. Um, we're still waiting on that. Are we going to get some visuals off the project as well? I know you're going to deliver us some visuals. Yes. Yes, already working on the visuals. Guys, it's oh, there's a lot happening, but first of all, the I, I did the cover uh, shoot for the album. Oh wow. Which is super cool. And now just the magic has to happen behind the scenes. Uh, um I'm still recording some songs. Um as I'm listening to the album, it's is gonna be really different uh, compared to the first one. It's gonna be better, nicer, and um, but it will have a total different aura. And as when you listen to the first album compared to this one, they have two total different aura. It's like the one is water and the next one is sun. Oh wow. So, yeah, there's really a different. Also, I feel that when I listen to the first album and now there is a major development. <laughs> it feels just like a big gap, like I missed the album in between. Right. So with all of this, I'm, I'm super excited. Um, also, the collaborations on it, just super excited. It's going to be really nice. Um, I'm looking forward to share this very soon. And I'll make sure I'll uh, ship you a CD. <laughs> autographed, autographed. Definitely. All right, all right, absolutely, absolutely. All our partners this year, everyone I've had an interview with, the people that are really supporting me on their platforms, you know, it's the least I can do is give them a one of this because I, I'm so thankful for, you know, people that are discovering me and then deciding to share me with the rest of the people that they know. Wow. That's just, that's beautiful. It really yeah. is. I'm just, I'm, I'm blessed just to, just to be connected with you now. And um, you, you have our full support. We are behind you 1000 and anything that you need from us on our end, um, you, you have that, you know, you're a part of the vibe family now and, and, and we're just going to grow from here. Let's put those social platforms out there and any way that anybody can connect with you, um, whether it's trying to um, work together uh, for more brand ambassadorship opportunities. Let's put that those ways out there that they can actually connect with you. Yes. So the people uh, can um, when it comes to the social media channels, it's Samora Music, uh, S-A-M-O-R-A Music. Uh, on Instagram, on uh, Facebook, and uh, also uh, on YouTube. Also, the website is Samora Music. Uh, the Fivo channel is Samora. Uh, when it comes to um, collaborations, I'm active on all the channels. So you can send a, a message through Instagram through Facebook, but also via uh, the email that is info at 
samaramusic.com. So, um, yes, and we will always look at it, always in between 48 hours, <laughs> you will receive a uh, answer uh, from me directly or from someone in the team. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for uh, for seeing our message, I because mean, I know you get busy and you're moving around a lot, and it is a lot of uh, weirdos online at times, you know, so I'm pretty sure your yeah. DMs are just crazy. So you got to cipher through that stuff as well. I, I, I know that already. Um, I just want to, um, before we close out, I just want to give you an opportunity to um, leave the listeners, your fans, in the world with some last words because it is tough times right now for um for the world and um just any uplifting words that you can leave them with before we get out of here yes i always have this you guys know this is my number one quote <laughs> so i always say this to people and it's it's so it's so important whatever you want to become in life whatever you want to do in your life it is your vision and it is your dream and therefore you are the person that can make this happen do not project other people their fear on you so when you talk to someone and you say hey i want to open a restaurant and they look at you and they say do you think it's a good idea? Never let that situation change what you got in your mind because we are stronger than we think we are and we can achieve more than we are trying to achieve because we are scared. So the only thing you have to fear is fear itself because it holds you back. Wow. So I believe in you. Absolutely. Samara, I just want to thank you so much for me and the Vibe team. I just want to say thank you again for this amazing opportunity. And we are wishing you more blessings and more success with everything that you're doing right now and everything that you're going to be doing in the future. Skies is the limit for you. And we cannot wait to get you back on here again. Thank you. <laughs> thank you so much. Thank you. Absolutely. It's the Vibe Show 97.9 with my special guest, the very lovely Samora. Let's put them social platforms out there one more time just so people can get the full gist of everything to get connected. Hey, lovely listeners. Thank you all for tuning in. And please do not forget to follow me on all the social media platforms. Facebook at Samara Music, Instagram at Samara Music, the website www.samaramusic, and Spotify, Samara Music. <laughs> Absolutely. Y'all make sure y'all go and run it up. Music out right now on all platforms. Stop playing games and tap into that good music. It's the one and only Samora. It's the Vibe Show 97.9. If you are not subscribed, hit that subscribe button. Turn on those notifications for more exclusive interviews coming up. Also, you can go over to the Vibe Show 97.9 radio station at www.thevibeshow979.net and request Samora single. Hot. It's right now. It's it's let's go and run it up right now. As soon as you guys get off this interview, let's go over there. Let's run it up. Let's rush over to Spotify. Let's download it. 
let's show this queen some support. Samora, I love you. Until next time. Until next Bob time. Show. Love Bye. you.